Welcome back again today as we're studying God's precious word and finding out what he has to say to us and what he wants us to know and what he wants us to do. I want to continue our emphasis on how we can win at living and how he wants to to guide us to do that. We've been talking about obeying him and seeking him and letting his Holy Spirit be the fire that makes our lives powerful. And I want to talk today about one of the basic things that he wants for each of us, and that is that we be a witness for him, that we share our faith with other people. In chapter 10 of Luke, the Bible says, After this the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He told them the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Go, I'm sending you out like lambs among wolves. Do not take a purse or a bag or sandals and do not greet anyone on the road. When you enter a house, first say peace to this house. If someone who promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. If not, it will return to you. And he goes on to say, when you enter a town and are welcome, eat what's offered. Heal the sick. Help those who need to know Christ. Tell them that the kingdom of God has come near to you. But when you enter a town and are not welcome, go into its streets and say, even the dust of your town we wipe from our feet as a warning to you. The kingdom of God has has come near. If you and I knew exactly what God was doing in the world, would we get involved with him? Because often we don't really know. But I can tell you what is going on, and that is he's busy about one thing, bringing people into relationship with himself. He loves us, and he wants us to know him. Jesus said the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. See, that's why Jesus came. He said, I came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give my life as a ransom for many. In our study today, Jesus is sending out, first he sent out the 12 two by two. Now he's sending out 70 two by two to God, all the villages and towns that he's going to enter soon to prepare them for his coming, to tell them that the kingdom of heaven is near. I want you to see this primary concern of Jesus. He said, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Jesus wants people to know him. He looks on them as a harvest, ready to be gathered. See, when the fruit is in the field, when the vegetables are on the vine, if you don't pick them, then they rot. Then they they become worthless. They're no good. And when people are open, we need to share the gospel with them. We need to get in there and tell them about Jesus. And he said, "There there are so many places where the harvest is ready. I remember when World War II was over, I was just a little kid, and later I heard about the fact that General Douglas MacArthur, who was in charge of the Japanese occupation after the war, he he pled for American churches to send missionaries. He said, the Japanese people are open. They're ready to hear the good news about Christ, but very few went. And soon, over the years, the people grew cold and hard, and Japan has been one of the most difficult places to win people to Christ in the entire world. Only about 1% of the people are believers in Christ today. But we had an opportunity, but we didn't take advantage of the harvest. You see, I think that's why when people are open to the gospel in an area, God wants us to move into that area and really share our faith with them and to be a witness. God 
is still giving America in Great Britain today, the people are not very open. They used to be the most open people in the world to hear the gospel, but not anymore. But today, many, many people are still very open here in America, and the harvest is great, but the laborers are few. And Jesus said he saw people like sheep who were scattered without a shepherd. You see, sheep, they, they can't make it without a shepherd unless they're in a fenced area that keeps them safe. Because sheep have no sense of direction. They just wander off. They don't know where they're going. They don't have any real defense against an enemy. So they're easy prey. And so Jesus used that picture to describe the people of our world, that they are desperately in need like sheep without a shepherd. In this passage, Jesus sent his disciples out and the 70 out to all the villages where people needed Christ and where they could hear the gospel. And when people are open to receive Christ, we need to get the message to them at that time. Who do you know? When someone at work begins to talk to you about their problems and you see they're hurt, that says, I'm open to hear something that might help me. You can tell them about how Jesus has made a difference in your life. When someone close to you in your family is in need, that's a time when you can share with them and you can give them the gospel and you can expect God to work in those kinds of situations because that's what he does. 67% a few years ago, it's probably more than that now, of the city of Houston was unchurched and and probably way more than 67% are without Christ because that's all churches of all kinds, liberal churches, churches that don't preach the gospel and but you see the harvest is out there and if we don't do something about it it won't always be that way and the 70s were told by Jesus that not everyone would hear their message but it was their job to share the message you see uh, successful witnessing is sharing Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit and leaving the results with God I can't save anyone. I can't talk anyone. If I could talk someone into becoming a believer, then somebody else could talk them out of it. So that's not what works. It's not talking somebody into something. It's sharing the truth, asking the Holy Spirit to work, and as he works in their hearts, they receive the truth and their lives are changed. That's what he cared about, our Lord. That's what moved him, was to get people into that relationship with his Father. You see, the Bible teaches that Not only is salvation necessary to know Christ and have the fullness of life here, but salvation is necessary for life eternal. And we need to come to grips with the fact that people without Christ are going to spend eternity separated from God. And that means what the Bible calls hell, our destruction, our damnation. And that's not nice, and that's not easy for us to accept, but that's true. That's why... Like Bob Pierce, we ought to say, let my heart break with what breaks the heart of God and what breaks God's heart is people who need him. Now, the primary problem of the harvest is there aren't enough laborers. There, and he says we should pray for the Lord of the harvest. How many times have I prayed through the years for people who would teach the little children so they could come to Christ, teach the teenagers so they could come to Christ, teach the adults, people who would get into places of need in the inner city so people could come to know Christ, people who would go to foreign mission fields so they could come to know Christ. 
That's what really is important. You and I can be a witness. I'm going to talk some more about that in our next session, so be sure and come back and be with me. And today, ask God, is there someone who crosses my path that I can tell the good news about Jesus? Do it. Do it.